Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Thank you all. Joe Geruso joins us now, New Orleans City Council member. How are you, sir? I'm well, Tommy. Good morning. Have I spoken to you in the new year or not? If not, happy new year. A happy new year, yes. To you too. So, uh, thoughts on the search for a new superintendent? Well, I, I know that the administration is proceeding with IACP. Uh, in fact, I spoke to them on Friday. I'm, I'm trying to get a date locked down when the contract will actually be executed. And then I think, Tommy, the next things are in the time that's supposed to take to do a search, I think the 14 to 17 weeks. What does it look like? Uh, how is a committee selected? How are people going to participate? And then all of the other things we've talked about, making sure that the police chief search is as robust as it needs to be. So I know the administration is working on it. I know that they've been negotiating. I know that there's a price. I just don't know the date yet by which the contract will be executed when it actually will start. So um, I'm looking into that right now. So you can have the best bait in the world, right? But if uh, somebody comes along on a jet ski and scares all the fish away, Chances are you're not going to catch anything. I'm no Don Dubuque, but I say that, Joe, because the mayor's interview on Face the Nation, and I got the soundbite I could find, but we've all heard it ad nauseum about this is my police department, blah, blah, blah. Are you concerned at all that that's going to limit candidates that are that are qualified that could really turn this thing around? Well, I think there have been a few things lately. One is the, the fact that the, the mayor has not said national search, I think, is of concern and the face of the nation. And, and just what you sometimes don't say is just as loud as what you do say out loud. And I understand the desire that we want to look internally and that there's good people in the department. But at the same time, I think we owe it to the residents of the entire city to do the best national search possible. And if you're a candidate and you're looking, you want to know, is this a good job? What's happening with it? What am I taking over? And and I think particularly ensuring that you don't feel like you're scared away is important. And that's why it was so important for us to make sure to your first question that IACP has a good process, that it's laid out, and that candidates feel like it's legitimate and not something that um, is just being done as a pro forma matter to, to, to interview people, but that the, the the cake is baked already. But well, and along those lines, are you concerned that the mayor is riding a jet ski through? You know, you you got the bait all out there, and you got you got a nice worm on the hook. And and I'm not trying to say you're trying to catch anybody or hook anybody, but that she's scaring potential contenders off. Well, I think the bottom line is now the voters have spoken so loud and clear about how they want the council to intervene in this, and that we have 
override authority if we're not happy with whoever the selection is, that it's in the administration's best interest to make sure the best candidate is put forward. The last thing I want is a fight about this and making sure that you incentivize properly people wanting to be here and participating. And look, Tommy, there's enough to scare off a candidate just with where we are as a department right now that I think we need to be putting our best foot forward. Uh, more cars stolen in one month in New Orleans than in the entire year in Jefferson Parish. How do you get a handle on that? Well, I think a couple of different things. One is I think the city needs a plan for these Kias and these Hyundais that apparently are so easy to steal and have been such a rampant target of what's going on. And, look, we're, we're as a council, happy to work on that, whatever that may be. So let's just start there. And And number two, I think we have to have a – dedicated group who are looking at what's happening to these offenses, what's being done, why is it happening. And in typical fashion, usually it is a small group of people who are committing an outsized portion of the crime and focusing our efforts there as well. So I think it's going to take a combination of will, employing, uh, deploying people correctly, and making sure if there's anything legislative that we need to do or, or in the state legislature to help that we're doing our part. When it comes to a new chief, what would you like to, to see as far as proactive policing? Because you know what happened in Memphis and other areas, but, and we had some problems, I think, with the Tiger Squad here, but, but yet can you really, without that proactive policing, get a handle on violent crime? Well, I think I think this speaks really loudly to what what sometimes is called the defund the police movement and part of the problem with that is when you take resources away from police, you don't give them the training and the tools they need to be successful. Everyone has said that what happened in Memphis is not only horrific and a crime, but the de-escalation practices were not followed um, and that these police obviously not only violated the rules and the laws, but they, they apparently were not trained properly either. And also, Tommy, that we're seeing the video evidence is at odds with what police initially reported as well. So I say all of that because I think it's important to make sure that the police department is funded well, not only to pay people well, but to make sure our rank and file and higher officers are trained well in de-escalating and making sure they're exercising their authority properly. Yeah, I heard Newell and uh, Ronald Serpass talking about it yesterday, saying really it was a... um uh, a supervision issue, really, and uh, and I guess Joe, when it comes to you know, you can talk about proactive policing, this, that, the other thing. Beating a guy to death is not right. Rarely would that be acceptable under any circumstances. That's not even the way to, you know, execute capital. Pardon the choice of words, but to carry out capital punishment. So I, at some point, you know, people just lose their stuff, I guess, and it's wrong, right? Well, I mean, it's a simple traffic stop, and and how somebody gets beaten to death in in a simple traffic stop is not only beyond me, but it speaks volumes to the fact that there's poor training, there's poor supervision, uh, there may have even been a culture of this happening. And and these are all the things that hurt policing in communities. The whole idea is to make sure that people feel safe in their communities and that police are part of communities. They're, they're, They're working with and not against. And again, I stress the point of you pay for what you get. If you don't train people, if you create low morale, if you create a culture 
that says it's okay to beat up residents, then that's how people react. If you go the other way and say we want to have constitutional police and we want to make sure there's safeguards in place. And look, um, let, let me say this, and I want to trumpet this for NOPD. NOPD is the one who started the ethical policing is courageous, the epic program for cops to feel safe to report on other police officers who are doing something wrong. That model has been taken nationally and called ABLE and is being taught around the country. New Orleans is a leader in getting this correct because we've made the investment for such a long time. And so I don't think we can stress that point enough that while people want to make sure that we're dealing with root cause, which is incredibly important, all the things we want to do to stem somebody coming in contact with police, that we have a police force that is particularly well-trained and understanding and knows what they're doing when they're in the community. You feel comfortable uh, heading into new, uh, Mardi Gras? Well, I, I, I feel like there's a lot more police officers who will be around. I guess what we want to know is how are they being trained? What's going on? I mean, look, uh, I think everybody in the world who's ever watched Mardi Gras can say this. NOPD is probably, along with NYPD, the best at big crowd control, knowing what they're doing and what's going on. I, and a lot of that is just from doing it and being here and, and obviously so many natives as we bring in people from other municipalities making sure they understand the beats and rhythms of mardi gras and how it works and so that's that's the thing that's most important to me is that if we're going to extend the routes which i think is great for the crews and also better probably for the safety of people so they're not so jam-packed into tighter places that the people who are on the route um, helping NOPD uh, are well-trained and that NOPD is is very close to them as they're doing their jobs. Let, let me game this out for a couple, a couple of seconds that we have left here with the new police chief. So the timeline to recap is on a contract with Take me through that, Joe, please. Yeah, sure. So I would think within the next couple of weeks, we would execute a contract with IACP. IACP then says the process takes about 17 weeks for their vetting, for community engagement, for everything that is supposed to happen to try and build goodwill in a community and present a list of candidates. Now, Tommy, this is what I will tell you. After talking to a couple of mayoral administrations, though, ordinarily it takes a longer time than that to find the candidate. Um, mm. the, the Morial administration told me that it really was – the second vetting that got them to Chief Pennington and not the first. So it to me, it's about good process leads to good results and making sure that people are interviewed, that people are meeting across the city with residents, that we're looking at the best candidates possible, that we have people committed to, to policing the way I think the citizens of New Orleans expect policing to happen is important. And I think there's there's this, this tender balance. I'm looking for a Goldilocks of it needs to take enough time to be right, but we don't want to belabor it for forever to make sure that um, we're in limbo for too long. But then you got to turn the aircraft carrier around, right? This isn't a speedboat, and if the answer is more officers, because, what, 900 now, 900 and something, and you want to get to funded for, what, 12? or and, and that's a little bit different there because you took some away only because there weren't the officers there, but I know the council would fund that, right, if the officers were to become available? 
Yes, yeah, so we're slightly below 930, funded for close to 1,200, and the council and the administration, a heartbeat, would fund if, if we could get over that amount of people. But you're bringing up a point that I think is the most salient right now. After deciding or maybe in parallel with who the new police chief is, the next most important piece of business, as far as I'm concerned, is recruiting and retention for NOPD, making sure the people who are there right now are staying happy, that they feel that they're supported, they have the morale that they need. And then also, Tommy, look, we are not just recruiting at a local or at a metro level. We are recruiting nationally. Every police department is having the same issues that we are. And so what are we doing to reach out to make NOPD as good a place as possible for people to want to be? And the fact that we have resources is attractive. And now I think it's marrying those resources with with improved morale to make sure that the department can be as successful as possible. And just so, you know, I'm not trying to deflate anybody or anything, but just to be realistic, the cavalry is not going to come charging in anytime soon, right? I mean, practically speaking. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think I think in in any great year, maybe we've had a net of twenty or forty officers. So it hasn't been you're going to magically wave a wand, even with additional resources, and have a hundred. I think. To our points that we've talked about many times, though, if you want to be successful, you can't put all of your eggs in one basket. You have to look at a number of different things to improve. So, for example, we're inching much closer to how we do police reports for accidents. That way you take police out yeah, of that. I'm glad you brought that up because I wanted to talk about the, the story with the civilianization and the applicants and the hires. I don't know if it's taken a long time or not. I don't know what the process is. Is that inordinately? Uh, talk about that, if you will. Yes, that's a great question. Civilianization is another piece of the pie that is important. It is taking too long. For example, right now, for even lower-level positions, it requires a full 45-day a background check. Now, for somebody who's a file clerk, do you really need to go through that kind of check to make sure they're not handling top secret information, mm-hmm. okay? And so that process needs to be much faster. And I think what you're speaking to is the issue that the council and the administration is trying to work on, which is how do we cut through every single piece of red tape and bureaucracy to make things go faster? I'll give you another example, Tommy. So last council meeting, we passed an ordinance to allow the emergency procurement of vehicles. Originally, it was only for ambulances, and I asked, could we do police cars, fire trucks, other pieces of equipment too? And what we've been told already is had we gone through the regular procurement process, it may have taken as long as a year to get some of the things we're asking for. And the CAO's office is telling us by by just doing this, we may have cut it down to three months. So this that that type of stuff helps and all of that needs to be part of the package. So when it comes to the civilian employees, is anybody dragging their feet or is it just the system? I think it's I think it's probably a combination of this is new and when there's new in anything, people are skittish and then I think it's also the system. And so how do we start convincing NOPD that um, this is a change that's needed and that you're Uh, going to need more people who are helping. And at the same time, how do we improve the system so it doesn't take – because, look, if you're an applicant and you can apply for six jobs at once and one is available in three days and one's available in 60 days, you're more likely to take the one that's available in three days as opposed to the one 60. So we've got to help ourselves when it comes to that and make sure we're making it much smoother and faster for NOPD. Final thoughts, Joe? 
Well, I think, look, this remains the top priority for us right now. We know public safety is on everybody's minds, and um, there's more legislation on council on Thursday, and we'll continue to push legislation as necessary to help solve this problem. As far as you know, though, NOPD is not against the civilian employees, right? I mean, Michelle Woodford. Michelle Woodfork, Michelle has been great. Every time we've had a conversation, Michelle is trying to get to yes. So I think that's really important to say out loud. And, and again, I think this is a little bit of a vestige of an old way of doing things. And just change sometimes takes a little bit of time to implement. Thank you, sir. I appreciate your time. Thanks, As Tom, always, Joe Jerusso, New Orleans City Council member. We'll take a quick break. We come back. We're talking to Dr. Judy Ho, clinical forensic neuropsychologist, host of the Supercharged Life podcast. We'll talk about parenting. Is it different nowadays? Is it harder? And I also want to talk about um, that call at the end of the Cincinnati Bengals-Kansas City game. We saw the uh, linebacker for Cincinnati sitting on a bench weeping, I would say almost uncontrollably or inconsolably. And how do you get over making a big mistake that maybe affected others and not blame yourself for the rest of your life? Glad you're with us. We'll be back in a flash. WWL. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 